0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the book of James with this sermon entitled, Encouragement of Powerful Prayer, preached September the 28th, 2014. In James 5, 13 to 18, Pastor James, our Lord's brother, Is writing about prayer, sir. Prayer. Our God hears prayers, we read Psalm 65, verse 2. He does not hear the prayer of a sinner. Psalm 66, verse 18. Even the blind man who was healed by Jesus said, God does not hear the prayer of a sinner. Have you ever wondered why your prayer is not answered? That's the reason. He hears the prayer of a righteous man. We are told in 5.16 that the prayer of a righteous man is very powerful in its effects. James illustrates this truth for us by citing the prayer life of Elijah. New Testament makes reference to Elijah at least 30 times. Like Abraham, Elijah was justified by faith in the Messiah to come. Moses and Elijah appeared on the mount of transfiguration to discuss with Jesus about his atoning death which Moses and the prophets had foretold in this present text James 5:17 and 18 Pastor James himself a man of prayer is encouraging us to powerful prayer. More money, less prayer, more sinning. That doesn't automatically mean less money, more prayer. But generally that may be true. We are to pray even as Elijah prayed. All people of God are adopted children of God and therefore they have a right to come to him and pray to him. Prayer, sir, is adoration. Prayer is confession. Prayer is thanksgiving. And prayer also is supplication with specific requests such as give us this day our daily bread first then Elijah the man and under that Elijah was a righteous man Elijah means my God is Jehovah Elijah worships only the true and living covenant Lord he hates Baal worship as we read King Josiah hated all worship of idols. God raised him up to prophesy the word of God to the well-worshipping Israelites of the northern kingdom of the 9th century B.C. He represented a remnant of 7,000 who were faithful to Jehovah and the Covenant? He was a wilderness dweller. He was clothed in garment of hair cloth, and he used a leather belt. He opposed all forms of idolatry, vigorously. He opposed the wickedness of Baal worshipping Jezebel and King Ahab. Because of Baal worship which is a covenant violation the Lord purposed to punish Israel with a severe famine. There appeared suddenly Elijah the Lord's prophet before the wicked Ahab to inform him of the Lord's decree to punish him and his people. As we read in 1 Kings 17 and verse 1. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord the God of Israel lives, this is an oath whom I serve there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word secondly Elijah was a homoepathes man meaning a man like us Elijah was not different from us Who are true believers. He was like us a sinner saved by grace. I'm saying he was not a super Christian. He was not a hero in piety. He was not a perfect man. A sinless man. He was like us imperfect. Sometimes sinning. Like us he was an ordinary and average believer. Who lived by repentance and faith in the covenant Lord. He had thought that he was the only one faithful to the Lord. But he was wrong. Dead wrong. He was afraid when he heard the threat of queen feminist Jezebel to murder him within 24 hours he was very afraid he ran in fear to the desert here he failed to trust the Lord to protect him there in the desert alone he prayed I have had enough Lord he said Take my life. Kill me. I am not better than my ancestors. There in the desert. Listen friend. He had a pretty good pity party of convulsion. Elijah was a man of the same limitations. Like all true believers. A man like us in character, yet he lived in obedience to God. Jesus Ben Sirach presents him as a superhero in his non canonical book, Ecclesiasticus chapter 48, verse 4. This is what he says Elijah, he says, Your miracles were marvelous. No one else can boast of such deeds. Exclamation. James under Holy Spirit's inspiration. Brings him down to our level. A homoopathic man. A sinner saved by grace. All he achieved was achieved by the grace of God only. So he had nothing to boast. James is telling us that Elijah was a righteous man like us, yet he was not a spiritual giant like us. He was like us in every respect. Friends we don't worship Elijah. We are to imitate him. Especially in his prayer life. James is telling us. To pray like Elijah. And experience mighty deliverance. From the Lord sir. God will hear us. And answer our prayers also. What about Peter. And Paul. Paul. And John, we read in the Bible, they all were homoeopathes men, men like us. We read in Acts 10 and 26, this is the story of Cornelius worshiping Peter as he came in. But Peter made him get up, stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. What about Paul? People of Lystra wanted to worship Barnabas and Paul. They thought they were gods, Zeus and Hermes. And he said the same thing to them. We are only men, human like you. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of this they tore their clothes and rushed out into the crowd shouting, men why are you doing this? We too are only men human like you. What about John the apostle? He was about to worship an angel. Revelation 19.10 at this I fell at his feet to worship him but he said to me do not do it I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus worship God and he did the same thing tempted to do the same thing in Revelation 22 8 and 9 and the angel said don't do it worship God God, I am only a man like you, a sinner saved by grace. James encourages all of us to pray. We are justified and we are adopted, predestinated to be adopted as sons. We are sons and daughters of God so we are given access to the Father and we have been given right to come to the Father and pray. Best Mr. Shorter Catechism, question 34 What is adoption? Adoption is an act of God's free grace whereby We are received into the number, number of God's children. And have a right to all the privileges of the sons of God. And one of these rights is the right to come to God and pray. Yes, we are sons of God. Jesus said so, John 1, 12 and 13, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. 1 John 3, 1, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God, and that's what we are. Matthew 6.9 Jesus taught us to pray this then is how you should pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name Saint Paul tells us in Romans 8.15 through 17 for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear but you received the spirit of sonship and by him we cry Abba father the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children now if we are children then we are heirs heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ in Ephesians 2:18 for through him through Jesus Christ we both have access to the Father by one spirit In Hebrews 4.16, let us then, as children of God, let us then approach the throne of grace with what, sir? paresia, confidence, because we are sons of God, so that we may receive mercy and grace to help us in our time of need. Second point. Elijah prayed again and again and again. James tells that Elijah prayed with prayer in the Greek text, which is a Hebraism. In Luke 22, verse 15, Jesus says, Notice, I desired with desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer what he means is this Jesus earnestly desired so also Elijah earnestly prayed with faith in God's promise given to him in 1st Kings 17 verse 1 we must realize that God revealed to his prophet that he would punish Israel for Baal worship by sending rain for over three years. So we read in Luke 4 and verse 25, I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land in response to Elijah's prayer friends understand the truth you cannot change the weather God is the author of weather he gives rain and he gives sunshine nobody else God alone gives rain and fertility not bad. Acts 14 verse 17, "Yet He has not left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their seasons. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy. God does it for the wicked and for the righteous. And Jesus Himself said, Matthew five forty five, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes His Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Our prayer should be based on on what, sir? Your emotion, your feeling. Our prayer should be based on the word of God. We turn the word of God in prayer to God. It's simple. You promised, so I am praying that you give us daily bread. You promised grace to me to do my work, give me grace. Our prayer should be based on the Word of God, the promises He has made. I feel sorry for anyone who will not read the Bible regularly, even many times in a day. God keeps His promises. God cannot lie. He is truth. So we read in Numbers 23 19 God is not a man that He should lie nor a son of man that he should change his mind does he speak and not act does he promise and not fulfill and Saint Paul tells us in 2nd Corinthians one twenty: for no matter how many promises God has made they are yes in Christ and so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God even as Elijah prayed earnestly every ordinary child of God has a right to come to our heavenly father in prayer too much money keeps us from praying good health keeps us from praying so Bible teaches us pray without ceasing First Thessalonians 5:17 Pray in the Holy Spirit Ephesians 6:18 through 20 and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should pray with all your might not sleeping as you pray pray with all your might Colossians 14 Twelve tells us about the prayer of Epaphras Epaphras who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus sends greetings he is always wrestling in prayer for you that you may stand firm in all the will of God mature and fully assured number four pray with tears All that money takes away tears. Prayer becomes superficial and silly. But when you don't have any money and when your kid is sick and you have no medicine and you pray with tears. Psalm 6 and verse 6, I am worn out from groaning, David says, all night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. Well, why don't you go and examine your bed and see whether one drop of tear in your bed. Pray with fasting, fasting and praying. Acts 13:2 and 3, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting the Holy Spirit said set, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them so after they had fasted and prayed they placed their hands on them and sent them off and the same we read in Acts 14 verse 23 friends so let us pray encouraged by Elijah's prayer let us pray prayer of faith prayer of the righteous prayer confessing sin prayer in Jesus name prayer based on the promises of God friends our prayer effects supernatural results because as Calvin says our prayer is based on the merits of Jesus Christ Elijah prayed and there was no rain for over three years in Israel the prayer of the righteous Elijah was very powerful in its effects supernatural effects God heard his specific request Elijah the man like us influenced the weather of Israel through his earnest prayer he thus demonstrated that Baal the storm god the most holy important deity in the Canaanite pantheon was important that Baal was a lie God was punishing no rain no food his covenant breaking idolatrous people Then God removed his prophet and hid him in the Kirit ravine east of Jordan. There the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and again in the evening. When the brook dried up, the Lord brought him to a poor widow in Sarephath, modern Saraphand in Sidon. Elijah prayed again, the poor widow's only son became ill, and finally he died. Elijah prayed and cried out to the Lord, and God heard his prayer, and the widow's son lived. Let me read to you his prayer. 1 Kings 17, 20-22 Then he cried out to the Lord, O oh Lord my God, have you brought tragedy? Also upon this widow I am staying with by causing her son to die. Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried to the Lord, O oh Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry and the boy's life returned to him and he lived. Prayer is powerful in its effects. And Elijah prayed again based on God's promise to him in 1 Kings 18 verse 1. And I read after a long time in the third year the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go and present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the land. Prayer is based on God's promise. So Elijah went and met with the wicked Ahab who called Elijah the troubler of Israel. He didn't take it. Elijah put the blame where it belonged he said to Ahab you are the troubler of Israel you have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed Baal's I like pastors like that they don't take it they will tell you have sinned and you are being punished and if you repent God will show you mercy then and there Elijah challenged all the Baal worshippers for a demonstration of the power of Baal versus the power of Jehovah. And here it is. 1 Kings eighteen twenty-one through 24 Elijah went before the people and said how long will you waver between two opinions if the Lord is God follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him, but the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let them choose one for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers, by fire, he is God. Then all the people said, what you say is good. Friends, 850 prophets of Baal and Asherah failed in this demonstration they prayed and prayed and prayed but no fire no fire consumed their sacrifice bells were proved a lie then Elijah prayed he first repaired the altar of the Lord with twelve stones he dug a trench around it and filled it with a lot of water He arranged the wood, he cut the bull into pieces and laid it on the wood and poured a lot of water on it. Then he prayed to the Lord who promised him to end the drought and send the rain. And this is his prayer. 1 Kings 18:36 through 39 at the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, O Lord, answer me. So these people will know that you, O Lord, are God. And that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice the wood, the stones, the soil and also licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this they fell prostrate and cried the Lord he is God, the Lord he is God. Let me tell you every religion is false except the religion of Jesus Christ. Every religion is of human origin it's a lie God heard his prayer fire came down and consumed the sacrifice and everything else his prayer had a supernatural effect and then he kept on praying for rain this time First Kings 18, 41-46 let me read it to you and Elijah said to Ahab go and eat and drink for there is the sound of a heavy rain so Ahab went off he said to the servant go and look toward the sea he told his servant and he went up and looked there is nothing there he said seven times Seven times Elijah said go back. The seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. See he was praying sir. So Elijah said go and tell Ahab hitch up your chariot and go down. Meanwhile the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose a heavy rain came on Ahab and rode off to Jezreel the power of the Lord came upon Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel and he came first he ran by the spirit God heard and sent rain not because of Elijah's power or godliness as Peter said in Acts chapter 3, 11 and 12 but because of God's faithfulness to his promise so heaven gave rain and the earth produced her fruit for the people before God had closed heaven in judgment in response to his prophet's prayer and now God opened his heaven and poured out rain to bless the people again in response to Elijah's prayer. Yes, he prayed again, sir. He prayed again. And God did not hear his prayer this time. And I told you in 1 Kings nineteen three through 5, he was afraid. He ran and he ran. He went to the desert and he prayed, kill me. Oh Lord, kill me. This prayer was a sinful prayer. It was a prayer of unbelief. It was not a prayer powerful in its effects. God did not kill him though. He prayed for his resignation as a prophet. And for his death. He prayed for his death. He continued to prophesy instead of killing him. It was God's good pleasure to take him to heaven like Enoch without him ever tasting death. Friends, thank God for some of our unanswered prayers. So he prayed again. And 2 Kings 1.10, Elijah answered the captain, If I am a man of God, may a fire come down from heaven and kill you all. That fire came down from heaven and burn up the captain and his 50 men who were sent to arrest Elijah by the wicked king Ahaziah the prayer was heard and all 51 men perished in the heavenly fire Elijah prayed again and here is the prayer another captain came with 50 men to take him and kill him and he prayed if I am a man of God Elijah replied 2nd Kings 1 may fire come down from heaven and consume you And the heaven brought fire and consumed them. So we spoke about Elijah the man. He is a man who is righteous. He is a man like us. And point number two, Elijah a man of praise. So the third point Jesus the man of prayer he is the example Elijah is an example he is the example like us Jesus was a man but unlike us he was God man also unlike us he was a man without sin. So we read in John 8 and verse 46 Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? And Hebrews 7:26 such a high priest meets our need. One who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens, without sin. Yet Jesus prayed daily. Mark one thirty-five, very early in the morning, between 3 and 4 a.m., what are you doing at between 3 and 4 a.m.? Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. The one who is God-man, the one who is without sin, if he prayed, then we sinners should pray. We are the poorer and weaker because we don't pray. More money, less prayer, and more sinning. He prayed before he went to the cross to offer himself as our atoning sacrifice. Mark 26, 36 through 39, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. And you read about the cup in Jeremiah 25. You must drink it. I must drink it. It is full of God's wrath against sinners. If possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. He must drink the cup that was ours Christ died for our sins and Hebrews 5 verse 7 during the days of Jesus' life on earth he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death and he was heard because of his reverent submission what are some of you folks do you ask the government to take care of you ask money to the father and everybody else why don't you go and pray that God may give you a job and maybe you can get up in the morning and go to work and make some money God says, try me, test me, prove me. I will open the windows of heaven. There won't be room enough for you to receive the blessing. Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. So here, Jesus Christ himself... Offered prayers and petitions with loud cries and what? Tears. Jesus prayed with tears, who knew no sin and who was God-man. If that's the case, then we have great need to pray as sinners. He prayed for himself. And for us in his high priestly prayer of John 17 you should read that he prayed for himself and for us and his prayer was heard. He prayed for sinners from the cross. Luke 23:34 Jesus said, "Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing." and even now in heaven as our great high priest he prays for us Romans 8.34 who is he that condemns Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is interceding for us right now Hebrews 7.25 Therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. First John 2, 1 John 2.1 My dear children I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin don't despair I am saying we have one who speaks to the father in our defense Jesus Christ the righteous one he is praying to the father in behalf of us number fourth point Jesus commands us to pray too much money less prayer Lord of sinning. He wants us to pray to our Heavenly Father for our every need. And if you know Greek language, Matthew 7 7 and 8, ask. It is an imperative, it's a command. Who commands? The Lord Jesus Christ to whom all authority in heaven and on earth is given. He commands us to pray. Ask and it will be given to you. It's in the present tense. It means what? Keep on asking. And it will be given to you. Seek. Keep on seeking. And you will find, knock, keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you because everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened. God hears prayers. Why don't you try prayer? If you are a child of God, I said you are given the right and privilege to come to him in the name of Christ and pray. Matthew 7 verse 11, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to his children pastor says give to those who ask him we are his children and we ask him and he will open doors for us we are to pray in the name of Jesus that is based on the merits of our redeemer who loved us and gave himself in death for us he loves us, and he proved it by his death on the cross. Yes. So Jesus said, John fourteen thirteen and 14, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. John 15:7, "If you remain in me and my words remain in you, simply put the prayer of a righteous man. Ask whatever you wish, it will be given you. Try prayer, sir. We are defeated when we are tempted by the devil, because we do not pray. If you sinned today, yesterday, day before a year ago, it is because you did not pray so you didn't have grace Luke twenty two forty, on reaching the place he said to them pray that you will not fall into temptation he didn't ask you to pray for him he says pray that you will not sin. Luke 22, 46. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray that you will not fall into temptation. Jesus was tempted, but he defeated the enemy. He was never defeated. So you ask the question, why do you sin? Answer you didn't pray it's a simple question you didn't pray so you didn't have grace you became weak and you sinned again same old sin and you sink deeper and deeper in the miry clay pit you never know what it means to have victory victory in Jesus when we are weary pray more earnestly as Jesus did Luke 22 verse 44 and being in anguish he prayed more earnestly Ectanesteron more earnestly instead of quitting pray more earnestly And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Prayed more earnestly. We sin because we do not pray. We sin because we do not have grace. Abundant and sufficient grace comes to the humble, praying saint of God. And 2 Corinthians 9, 8, And God is able to make all grace abound to you. It's not a lot of money that we need. It is, we need more grace. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work you will abound in obedience to God. And second Corinthians 12:9 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient. My grace which I will give it to you is sufficient. To deal with any and every exigency of our life. You are pregnant. You are about to expect to give birth. You pray. For any situation. You are about to die. Yeah, you must die, sir. But I pray... God give me grace for that and let me read Hebrews 4 verse 16 let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence why confidence we are God's children why confidence we trust in Jesus Christ our sure redeemer when Christ died the curtain was split from top to bottom and a way was opened up for us to come to the holy of holies to the throne of grace with confidence so we approach God in the name of Jesus Christ who died in my place let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence for What purpose so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of temptation, time of need. Every day we have time of temptation and time of need. We better pray. Rise up very early as Jesus did and pray. Oh God, the morning is about to dawn. And I have to do many things. Lord you must give me grace we friends are a needy people the world the flesh and the devil are against us every day only by grace we can defeat all our enemies Pray without ceasing. Pray in the daytime. Pray in the nighttime. I get up in the in the night several times, praying for people. More money usually means less prayer, and more sinning. It is the history of Israel. Prosperity means trouble. Jesus was full of grace so he defeated Satan every time and Satan said why don't you make that stone bread Jesus was full of grace he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God which tells you you need bread as well as the word of God how often you eat And how often you read the word of God and pray. Think about it. You have to have bread as well as the word of God. Every day, many times. Jesus was full of grace, so he defeated Satan every time. We do not need more money. We need more grace to live a victorious life. James already told us in chapter 4 verse 6 God gives us more grace. So by way of conclusion if Elijah a man like us a sinner saved by grace changed the weather of Israel two times for the glory of the Lord and for the utter defeat of Baals and if he brought fire down to consume the sacrifice and consume 102 servants of the idolater king Ahaziah, and if Jesus who was unlike us being the sinless son of God, prayed throughout his life to his Father, then we ought also to pray always to our Heavenly Father that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our daily need. We do not pray to the saints that they may pray to Mary that she may pray to Jesus in behalf of us as God's children we have a right to pray to our father by the merits of Jesus we believe in the priesthood of all believers every one of us he is given the right to come to our Heavenly Father and pray. Hallelujah. So we read in First Peter 2 9, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. Every one of us, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Friends and saints, be assured, our Father will hear our prayers and meet our every need by grace. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to pray. Lord deliver us from arrogance unbelief independence self-sufficiency Lord we are weak and we are poor the Laodicean church said we have need of nothing and Jesus said you are poor you are miserable you are wretched you are naked Lord we thank you for answering our prayers all these years. And Lord, help us to keep on praying. Help us to keep on receiving grace sufficient for our every need. In Jesus' name. Amen.